The greatest need right now is people to donate to help us provide more meals for seniors. Our seniors are homebound. They don't have the opportunity to go to several grocery stores to get the things that they need. And so we really need to be able to provide that for them. We lost all of our van drivers. So we have people that work in other departments driving the vans for Meals on Wheels. Hi, I'm Jeff Holden, principal and founder of Multipoint Content Strategies and Hear Me Now Studio for podcast production. Many of our local nonprofit agencies have made our community better with their outlook of hope for those they serve. With economic headwinds facing most, if not all, I've offered our studio to produce a podcast for them to help tell their stories in their words to provide another opportunity to reach out for support at a time when so many of their fundraising efforts have become challenging. Our purpose in doing so is to inform and direct interested donors or volunteers to those organizations that do so much for us and keep that candle of hope burning brightly for all. I'm speaking with Stephanie Veerstrup, Executive Director of Seniors First. Stephanie, how are you? Great. How are you? Wonderful. Could you give me a little bit of an explanation on the purpose of Seniors First and what it is you guys do? Our mission is to provide long-term support and services to help Placer County older adults maintain their independence and thrive. We do this through seven unique programs aimed at keeping seniors happy, healthy, and independent in their own homes. We have a senior nutrition program. We're the Mills on Wheels provider of Placer County. We do transportation. We offer information and assistance, which is a hotline for seniors and caretakers to call and get information and assistance. We have friendly visitor program, and we do assisted living, and we also have a recreation and respite adult day care program. That's fantastic. And so you are the actual provider for Meals on Wheels to our seniors who stay in their homes. Yes, we are. We are right now we're providing uh, 270 meals. We've had to modify the program because of the coronavirus, but we're delivering right now um, Monday and Wednesdays and we provide meals for the Monday through Friday. What's the service area that you guys facilitate? We serve all of Placer County, but for the Meals on Wheels program, it's all of Western Placer County. Okay. And then how is the organization funded? Well, we have lots of different funding agencies. So we receive the majority of our funding from Agency on Aging Area 4, but we also have local funding from City of Rockland, City of Roseville, Sutter, Kaiser, and lots of individual donors. So we're, we're really supported by the local community as well. In the current situation that we're faced with economically, where has the biggest challenge arisen now that things have changed with donors and the ability for seniors to actually Actually participate in the service versus be the recipients. What's what's the greatest need? The greatest need right now is people to donate to help us provide more meals for seniors. There's just such a shortage of even as you all know, when you go to the grocery store, you can't find anything. Our seniors are homebound. They don't have the opportunity to go to several grocery stores to get the things that they need. And so we really need to be able to raise funds to, uh, to, to be able to buy the supplies that they need so that we can pro- provide that for them. And if I'm not mistaken, something's changed in the way that you, you deliver. You used to deliver like daily, and now it's you're yeah. trying to get to them maybe twice a week to f- provide everything for the week. 
Yeah, so we used to deliver Monday through Friday, and it was a noontime meal, but we're trying to limit their exposure uh, to people right now. And so what we've done is on um, Mondays, we are delivering a hot meal and then a frozen meal for Tuesday. And then on Wednesdays, we're delivering a hot meal and then a, a frozen meal for Thursday and Friday. And this just helps to make sure that they're getting fed every day, but also that they're getting the minimum exposure to the public as possible. Is food the biggest issue right now in terms of the organization's ability to service its community? Yes. I think I've seen someplace the expense of what it takes or what the the contribution would deliver to a senior. Do you have that? It was something like $5 for peanut butter, tuna, or other canned foods, and et cetera, et cetera, what, what a donation means to an individual person. So to provide one of our hot meals, our frozen meals, it's it's about $5 a meal. But right now we're looking to buy shelf staple meals for them, and they're a lot more expensive. They're about $3 more a meal than what we currently are providing. But we have to have those shelf staple meals in case that we can't get meals to them if this virus continues and we're not able to go to their home. So we can provide a box of five meals that we can put at their front porch and not have any contact with them. And that's one of the things that has really challenged the budget because shelf stable is a little bit more expensive than a daily delivery. Right. Got it. In the other programs, are any of the other programs impacted as much as the food home delivery? We have had a lot of impact. So we had to close. We also had uh, seven senior cafes. We had to close those cafes. And we first initially had a grab-and-go meal that they could have, but then when we got the order to be home, uh, stay at home, we put them all on Meals on Wheels routes, and so now they're getting meals delivered instead. And we also had a friendly visitor program, and we had to cancel that program and have just the volunteers call our seniors instead of visit them for their protection. And we also had two adult daycare recreation and respite programs that were for Alzheimer's and dementia clients, and we had to close those down as well for their safety. So that those are the programs that have been really impacted. And then we've had to modify our other programs. We have an information assistance hotline. We've still been able to keep that open. It's open Monday through Friday. People can call our main number. It's 530-889-9500 and get any kind of information and assistance that they need for seniors. And then we have modified MyRides program where we provide essential rides right now, mostly medical, but we've had a few clients that have needed rides during this time and that's our only option. So we've had been able to provide that as well. There's like place to go to the doctor or the pharmacy and things like that. Would you do me a favor? Would you give me that hotline number again slowly? Sure. It's 530-889-9500. Okay. Very good. So Stephanie, you've got a an element on the website that's relatively unique. It's a virtual food drive to allow people to donate to help support that senior for a week with the appropriate foods. What, what does that look like? Yes, um, we're really excited about it. We've made it really simple for people to be able to give and help during this pandemic. For just $5, we can purchase peanut butter, tuna, or other canned goods. If they donate $50, we can provide a bag of groceries that are non-perishable. And for $100, we can provide two weeks of shelf-staple meals. So all they have to do is go to our website at seniorsfirst.org and click the Donate Now button in the right-hand corner, and we can get those meals out to them right away. Is there a, a number that would be necessary at this point? 
Well, we desperately need it now because the need is so great during the pandemic, but we're we're always con- going to need more and more food as more and more seniors turn 65 every day in Placer County. The need is just continuing to grow in our community. So the more they can help, the more seniors we can help. I understand as everybody ages, it's just going to put more and more pressure on the system and the need is always going to be there. Correct. Wonderful. If I've got an elderly parent and I'm interested in getting them involved or supported with some of the services from Seniors First, how does that happen? You would start calling our information assistance line at 530-889-9500, and you would talk to an information assistance specialist, and they would be able to walk you through the resources that we have, and they also have the ability to connect you to resources within the county as well. And you can also go onto our website, and on the front page, we have our resource guide. And if you click that, it shows all of the different resources we have in Placer County. And then also, if you go into programs and click the information assistance, it has our uh, online database where you can search different needs, and it'll come up and, and tell you all the different resources that are in the community. Thank you. That's important. And I, one of the things that you did say that I think really, really is significant is because of the age cutoff, let's say, for employees, since you have so many seniors who are working with you, they're no longer able to work because of COVID-19, that you have a a double whammy where they're coming into the program before they were supporting the program. Exactly. Well, that that certainly is a a significant change in the way the process is working, at least for the short term, until things get back to some semblance of normal in terms of the allowance to get out and who can support things and who can't. Well, Stephanie, I think that's it's an admirable cause. It's wonderful what you're doing. Hopefully we can get some attention through the podcast and have some additional donors come into the cause and share just a little bit, whatever it takes, because it doesn't look like it takes that much to make a difference you know, in the life of a senior to get them fed for a week based on the uh, you know, shelf-stable groceries and, and nutritionally beneficial foods that you're getting to them. Yes. I appreciate you sharing the information, and we will do what we can to see if we can get some additional dollars into the organization. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And thank you for all you do. It's my expectation that this podcast may have shed a little light on an organization you didn't know about or may have gained an interest in. If what you heard moved you, please reach out and find a way you can support their cause. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support and for allowing us all to benefit from a healthy, vibrant, and caring community. Together, we'll emerge stronger. 